Hello guys, and welcome back to Paint the Town Dead. This is one half of your host, Caitlin. I'm here too. I'm Andrew. Hi, Andrew. You're number two. That's what they call me. Yeah. Andrew. It's like always, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. It's, that's me. Always number two, never number one. Well. Mr. Silver is what they call me. <laughs> hey, silver is precious too in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. And weird conspiracy people like to use it and uh, sell it to you. Like uh, famous conspiracy man, Alex Jones. That's one of his things that he sells. Silver? Colloidal silver. Why? Because uh, it's supposed to be pure and keep you healthier. Some bull crap. Hey, I have news. That's that's not true. Yeah, don't don't buy anything. Unless from... you're a vampire. He's obviously <laughs> a, a con man. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Special special thing today. Do you know what today is? Monday. March 1st. We're recording a little late. We're close to spring. Yeah. But also, better than that, Andrew, this... I uh, opened up my new toothbrush today. You did? Yeah, I do it every every season. That's a you're good just supposed idea. to do three months, yeah. That's a really good idea. So, I mean, technically it's not spring, but I do it at the beginning of the month for the season because it's easier to remember that way. So, new toothbrush. That's really exciting. Isn't it? Um, Today's the... We check crash carts on the first day of every month. The Big South basketball tournament has started today. Cool. It's my birthday month. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. You don't get a birthday month. I get to think it's about it. It's called birthday. I get to think about it, okay? Okay? I mean, you can do whatever you want. And I get to hope that it's definitely better than last year's birthday, because that was really bad. Why would it be? Why would it be better? Yeah. I think my life's in a much better place than it was this time last year. Okay. You know, because COVID and everything hit. And oh, it was I, like, was, I was thinking more from the angle of like, yeah, party. Because that's still... Oh, I'm not probably going to party. But what? I'm just in a better place than I was this time last year. Cool. Um, But that's not even the most exciting thing. Can I tell you what it is? Uh, I'm really struggling to think of what could be better than the new toothbrush. Andrew, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. This is episode 52, which means we have been doing Paint the Town Dead for a whole year. Hooray. Hooray is right. Can you believe that? I, yes. I've been here the whole, most of the whole time. You, you've been here the whole time. There was one time I wasn't. This is only my 51st episode, technically. Well, we can celebrate next, next week. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my 52nd. <laughs> okay, we can celebrate next week too. But Paint the Town Dead is turning a year old and it's very exciting. So let's talk about what we're going to do today. All right. Let me know. Okay. I just got here. I don't know what's going on. You're just literally flying by the seat of your pants. That's totally true. All the time. Mm, that's mostly true, actually. Well, yeah. I mean, that's and life. it's gotten me this far. You're doing great. Keep going. I didn't say that. You're alive. I just got here. Okay. I didn't say I was doing great. I just said I got to this point. Good job. I got to be this age that I am, and that's, the, that's all I can say about that. There you go. So this week, Andrew... Paint the Town Dead is going international. We are taking a trip to celebrate our one year anniversary, birthday, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to go visit some places outside of Arkansas. We are traveling internationally outside of Arkansas. Internationally. Internationally. So not like Tennessee. No. We're not going to Memphis. A little bit farther than that. Can we go to Memphis though? 
Yeah, we can go there sometime, maybe. It's well, close I, enough. It's Arkansas. been too long since I went to a Grizzlies game. Yeah. And got barbecue or oh, Gus's, whichever one I get. Barbecue. Have you ever been to Gus's? I don't really like fried chicken that much. Mm. I know. Well, very well. Yeah. Uh, no, but we're going to go a little farther than Memphis. Oh, just a second. I just remembered. There's a Gus's in Little Rock. I don't have to go to Memphis for that. <laughs> yeah, there is. I did forget about that, too. But also, I just like to go to Memphis. I do like Memphis. I do like Memphis. I actually was there not terribly long ago. Uh, it was still warm, I guess. So it was probably like, you know. A no- while ago. November. <laughs> no, it was probably uh, like, yeah, like October, actually. It was October. It, I was going to say, it wasn't cold until like the early February. Yeah, <laughs> when really. When it got crazy cold. Uh, no, but I was actually in Memphis not that long ago um, going to the zoo. That's almost international because it's named after the ancient capital of Egypt. Can I tell you a revelation that I had about Memphis? I might have talked about this before. Oh, I'm curious. It's very Is it going to make you... Okay. It's very I, I definitely want to know. Let's go. Okay. We're just, 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 just premise. This is going to be a more laid back episode. We have some fun things planned. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start... I'm going to start... Set the tone with this story. Okay? Yeah. We'll get serious next week. Yeah. Yeah. I already have that planned. Oh, you do? I should. I've said too much. Oh, I'm so. I excited. might change my mind. But oh, okay, I have. Okay. I have an idea of what I'm gonna cover. I'm excited. Okay, so um, pulling up. Uh, I was riding to Memphis one day, and I can't remember who I was with, but um, I saw the pyramid. Yeah. And as you do when you enter Memphis, it's a big glass pyramid, and yeah. uh, I was like, I wonder what this revelation is about the pyramid. Somebody's. I don't remember who I was with, and they're like, "That's the." Uh, sixth largest pyramid in the world did you know that and i was like wow really i said where are the other five and they're like probably probably in egypt central america (laughs) they have them there they do they're like uh probably in egypt and i was like oh my gosh of course yeah and i was like hey did you know that there's a memphis egypt and then i was like wait a second i don't know if i don't know if the pyramids are in memphis no but there's a Memphis. like the famous ones aren't anyway. but but there is a memphis egypt and i was like hey there's a memphis egypt did you know that and then i was like wait a second wait hold on wait it's You're all like, coming that's together why they have the pyramid <laughs> yes. yeah. it all came together in that one moment and my mind was blown i was like that's why they put a pyramid in this egypt in america's egypt because the other memphis is in egypt and there's pyramids there this sounds like the revelation i had when i was like probably 27 28 yeah where i finally understood the st- the saying when you assume you make an ass out of you and me <laughs> you just figured i was that like out. oh because it has ass you me, you, me. oh <laughs> that's the smartest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> like it never like clicked oh that's hilarious it's the, yeah i felt really stupid in that moment but probably not as stupid as my mom felt one time when she addressed my birthday card with my sister's name on it. That oh, was, that's fun. That was fun. My parents got me a birthday cake with the wrong age on it once. That's yeah. That's yeah. And you're like, it's like thanks. I was just like looking at it. I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Like, I didn't know I was that age. <laughs> hey, cut them some slack. Okay, they, they, your dad had cancer. It's fine. Not at that time. Shh, but it was shh, it was funny. It was just like, huh. <laughs> I see. Which, I'm loved. Yeah. <laughs> which, whatever. I don't. Honestly, I wouldn't remember my parents' birthdays or like, especially how old they are. Yeah. Except my dad is easy to remember because it's the exact same number of Super Bowls. Wow. <laughs> so you see the Super Bowl every year, and it's like Super Bowl fifty. And it's like my dad is fifty. My dad will be fifty this year. Got it. <laughs> what month is your dad's birthday in? 
December. Oh, wow. So you have to wait. You have to wait the whole year and be like, you're turning 50 at the end of this year. Well, it's like easy to remember that way. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, okay. Um, so let's, today, today, like I said, we're going to visit a couple different countries around the world. We've got, um, we've got some good countries. We've got Turkey. We've got Japan. And we have South Korea that we're going to visit. And also, I have to correct myself. Oh, okay. Go ahead. My dad's birthday's in January. Wow. It's my mom's that's in de- December. Wow. I reversed them. Well, it's okay. They forgot how old you were, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. And uh, I only remember my, how old my dad is going to be because of football. It's fine. Which is fine. He likes football. You're very close. Um, yeah. But anyway, each when we visit each of these countries, we're going to talk about a case in each of these countries. Okay. I said we're going to be a little goofy this week. Those cases are serious. Serious things happen. We will take that seriously. But we're also going to have a taste of each of those countries by sampling snacks that we have gotten from each of those countries. And then we'll talk about it. Don't worry for you sensitive ear people. We will back away from the mics when we eat. But we're going to talk about it a little bit. Anyway, it's just a little fun thing to kind of celebrate um, as we go internationally today. And, um, and then, you know, yeah, we'll go from there. I like it. Okay. Shall we? Only, only problem is like, you know, we almost have a theme going with Korea and Turkey because mm-hmm. they're peninsulas. Only you would think that. They're peninsulas. Japan is not a peninsula. It's an island. Maybe it was once upon a time. I don't know. Probably. I don't, I don't know if there was a, a land bridge of any sort that got people there like the like they did from Russia to Alaska. Yeah. Back in the olden times. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that is something that only I would think of, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's super that's super weird. Yeah, yeah, who would care? Yeah, who cares? That's right. Um, so Anatolia. I'm, what's that? That's the peninsula that Turkey is, is on. Okay, shut up. Um, Korea. That's the peninsula that the Koreas are on. It's called okay. the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see how many peninsulas we can name. No, shut up. The Iberian Peninsula. Okay, Andrew. This, uh, I want to, okay, we're visiting different countries today, so I need a preface with, I do not speak these languages, and neither do you, so. Speak for yourself. You, you don't speak Jap- Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say there, Japan? <laughs> Japan. You don't speak Japan? You don't speak Japan. Um, I just need a preface with that, that I do, neither of us speak another language, and. She's just saying we're going to mispronounce some stuff real bad. Very much so, and so I just want to apologize in advance I feel really bad, but I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I've watched plenty of anime. Not a ton of anime. And you watch Japanese wrestling. And I watch Japanese professional wrestling. I'm pretty sure I'm still going to pronounce some stuff wrong on mine. 100%. Yeah, from the the Japan side here, so. All right. Whoops. Shall we, should we begin our journey? I think so. Okay. I'm really excited about this trip, Andrew. Let's go. (laughs) Woohoo. What was that? Were you Mario? (laughs) (laughs) The train's departing. Oh, that that would make more sense if I'd done the intro, since I always say "Welcome aboard" like a weirdo. Welcome aboard. Welcome We're aboard. setting sail. Let's sing a sea shanty. We're on a train, sort of like the snow piercer that goes around the world. We're going on a trip in our favorite ship. Okay, I'm supposed to say rocket ship. It's from Little Einsteins. Going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. 
I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. I haven't watched whatever the thing is you just said. It's a child show. Okay. All right. Here is we go. Is it like Baby Geniuses, that movie? No. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, okay. First stop, toot toot on our journey is Turkey. We're going to the country of Turkey. And in Turkey, we are going to be talking about uh, a polarizing figure named... Oh, I'm going to butcher the name, and I'm sorry. Baria Ukok. That's that's my best. If you want to try it, it's B-A-H-R-I-Y-E. Last name, U-C-O-K. When she said it, she like looked to me for like validation. I just threw my arms up in the air. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know. Sounds Look, good. What do you want from me? All right, so let's start off with Baria Ukok. She was born in 1919 in Trabzon. She was a Turkish uh, academic of theology. She was a left-wing politician, a writer, a columnist, and a women's rights activist. So not something you'd really expect to see in Turkey, I think. Um, The city she was born in was, at least at one point, a melting pot of cultures and religions being located on the historic Silk Road, you know, like from the Ottoman Empire and all that. It was founded in 756 BCE. And that's kind of mind blowing to think about that like America was founded like two, like a long, a long time later. 2000 years? Yeah. Not 2000. A thousand? Mm, an amount. Yes. Let's a say long that. time later. Maybe 2000. Yeah. Okay. Math. So, um, yeah. like, like the metro. Yeah, yeah, pop- it was at least 2000 years later. Yeah. So the metro population is around 779,000. I mean, that's pretty big. So it's a big city. Um, And I looked at the pictures of it and it's a really pretty place and it looks really cool. Anyway, she graduated from a girl's school in Istanbul, um, which used to be Constantinople. There you go. She was educated in medieval Islamic and Turkish history at the faculty of um, philology I must have written that wrong. History and geography of Ankara University. Okay. And when they say faculty of, I think they mean like the college of. I think that's what they refer to it as, is a faculty of. Philology is a thing. Okay. Then I wrote it right. It's the study of language in oral yes. and written historical sources. Then it was philology. Um, at the same time, she attended the state conservatory and completed the opera section. So she studied like... <laughs> philology history and geography and then she she like also studied opera at a different facility a conservatory so she's very smart very well-rounded and you've mentioned the only three cities i've ever heard of in turkey what trabzon ankara and istanbul they're they're pretty big cities then they're not too far from each other i don't think probably not istanbul um because it was constantinople Mm -hmm. ankara is the capital and trabzon because i think they have a good soccer team Oh, really? I've seen the name on FIFA. Okay, okay. Trabzon and Galatasaray. I don't, I don't know. Is that a real place? It's at least a real team. I don't know if that's the name of the city necessarily. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big city. It looks pretty legit. So after 11 years of teaching high school in 1953, I'm going to say this wrong, Beirie entered back into Ankara as an assistant in the faculty of theology, which which is why I think that's like the college of theology. She obtained her PhD in 1957 and became an associate professor with her thesis, which was female rulers in Islamic countries. And finally she became a full professor becoming the first female professor in that 
faculty in that college. Um, she was being fluent in Arabic and Persian as part of her work. She interpreted Islam in a modern and tolerant way, focusing on the role of women in Islam, which was kind of, you know, very um, forward thinking. So in 1971, Berea kickstarted her political career by being elected contingency senator by President Sevdet Sune. And in 1977, she joined the center-left Republican People's Party. After the military coup in 1980, she co-founded the People's Party and was elected deputy of Ordu into the Grand National Assembly of Turkey in 1984. A year later, in 85, after a fusion with another political party, Berea's uh, party was renamed the Social Democratic People's Party. Apparently, there are a lot of political parties there, and they all have very similar names, so it got kind of confusing. That's not unusual. Yes. Um, yes. Like, if you look back at, um, say, Germany mm-hmm. before the rise of the Nazis. Yes. Or during, also, a lot of them were like, the something-something socialists. Yes. Even, like, the Nazis are the National Socialist Party. Everything had socialist in the name. It was yes. really obnoxious. And a lot of that was, like, Democratic, Social, Republican, things like yeah, that. Yeah, just, it, like, flipping some words around. Yes. Um So she, yeah, her party was renamed the Social Democratic People's Party. She was also an opinion columnist in the newspaper, the Kumhuriyet. And Berea was vocal about her opinions of women's rights and religious secularism, as well as she was a critic of religious conservatism. Uh, She appeared on a TV forum at one point and stated that covered dressing in Islam, which is the hijab, it's not obligatory. She said that going to certain places for women, the hijab shouldn't be mandatory or obligatory, saying it's okay not to wear it, which is kind of a, it was a very controversial thing to say. Yeah, I'd be curious to know more about like the uh, the tangled web of political th- unrest that was going on in the Middle East at this time, because yes. this is also, this happened before, this is around the time of the Iranian revolution that led to the current um, Islamic group that runs it right now. Yes. And if you see like pictures from iran from before that yes and it's like oh it just looks like people from the 70s yes and now, now it's very different very different so i'd be curious to know and I that's mean, you actually, said there was a military coup so. yes and that's why with the statement she received increasing death threats from the militant organization called the islamic movement so yes right around the same time of everything and let's just get something straight the islamic movement is a very um far out there movement this is not representative of a lot of people of turkey and of that area and of islam in general uh so let's just get that straight on october 6 1990 while checking what she thought was a book package in front of her house berea was assassinated by a planted mail bomb and the assassination remained unsolved for a long time um, and that was about four years until 1994 when gulay kalap a woman who delivered the mail bomb package was arrested in Izmir, which I think is a a city where the revolutionary people's party was located. (laughs) And this party allied themselves with the PKK. And I looked at each of these um, like links on Wikipedia to each of these parties and they're all branches of each other. They all have similar, similar ideologies. They're all extremist and terroristic. Um, And the PKK and the, um, the Revolutionary People's Party. These are classified by many countries as terroristic groups. It's kind of been debated, been debated though, with the PKK because um, some they have some of the ideas they have are for freedom for certain groups of people, which I get, but they go about it the wrong way. 
they can be violent. Um, anyways, it's very, it's a lot of back and forth. It's a huge Wikipedia page. There's a lot of information on all of these Wikipedia pages about these different parties and their ideologies. So Google it. So Goulet uh, was arrested. They found her and they arrested her. She was sentenced to 22 years in prison, but she was there for about only 12. And when released in 2007, she joined the Democratic Society Party, another party, and became its VP in 2007. Uh, This group was said to have ties to the PKK, which is why I said they're all kind of groups of each other. Um, Her group was later banned and sort of succeeded by the Peace and Democracy Party, but I think it's, it's kind of misleading title. It's all a part of the same thing, really. Oh, I mean, it's not like if you're like the bad guys, you're not going to name yourself Cobra. It's not like G.I. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Like you're, I mean, it's like uh, North Korea, for instance, since we're going to talk about re- uh, regular Korea. Yeah. Uh, they're, not, they're not called the dictatorship of Korea. No. It's the People's Democratic Republic of Korea is their yeah. name. So yeah. It's like, no, it's you're not. not very people centered. You're not democratic. You're not a republic. It seems like you're lying to you're me. You're not telling the truth, are you? Yeah. Yeah. So, really, the legacy that Berea left leaves is one of a she wants to have a less radicalized religion, not just Islam, but of all religions. Um, and one, she leaves a legacy of wanting higher value and rights for women's all over in Islam and all over. She was brave and she fought hard for what she believed and, you know, unfortunately she suffered for it. Uh, But anyway, she leaves behind a pretty interesting legacy, one that you wouldn't expect to see from that area of the world, I don't think. Uh, I mean, you know, in some ways, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. And I got pretty much all my information from Wikipedia because the other websites were in a language I could not read. Do you think that language was Turkish? I think it could have been. A lot of them were, yes. Maybe Arabic and Persian, which is what she spoke as well. Which brings up a good question. Do they speak Arabic and Turkey or do they speak Turkish? Is Turkish a language? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I found that out. Sometimes it's harder to know. It's a melting pot a little bit of languages. I could see that. It was at least back then. I don't know about... I think it's probably mostly Arabic now, probably. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's ba- It's practically Europe, so there's probably like... And they're on that peninsula that connects to Europe, essentially. So there, there's probably a lot of... Yeah, there's probably a lot of moving parts there. Yeah. Also, people from a lot of foreign countries like that know multiple languages. Unlike, say, in America, where we're just like, I just know English. Like, yeah. I'm not traveling to... You know, it's not like living in Europe where it's like... like where you have the European Union and you just like can free travel to other countries. It's like... Welcome to France. We speak French. Welcome to Belgium. We speak a bunch of other languages. We <laughs> yeah. speak French and German and Dutch. Yeah. And then and then welcome to Switzerland. We also speak French and German and Dutch and whatever. Yeah. And just constant. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway. I And I don't know a lot about that area of the world. So it was kind of interesting to, to read a little bit more. So. Yeah. There's a lot of places in the world where it's like. I don't know much about it. I mean, heck, just think about like how much we've learned from doing this podcast just about Arkansas. A lot. And we've lived here for most of our lives. Majority. Yeah. All of our lives, if it's just me, most of our lives. If it's me. When it comes to you. Yeah. So, I mean, even places we live in, there's still lots to learn. Imagine places where we haven't spent any time following the history at all. I have been to Japan before. Oh, uh, yeah? Very briefly. Did, I was going to say, isn't that when you went to Singapore? Yes. Okay. And my destination was Singapore, and I, we stopped in Japan for a little bit. It was it's, like a day. 
they banned gum in Singapore. Uh, you cannot purchase gum in Singapore. You can go to Malaysia, which is across a bridge, and purchase gum and bring it back with you, but you cannot purchase gum in Singapore. The reason was is because they wanted people were spitting gums on their sidewalks. And they're like, okay, this is why we can't have nice things, so we'll just take it away from you. So they they banned the selling of gum to keep their city nice. And it is a beautiful city. It's a city-state country. Yes. <laughs> it's an island, and it is a country, but it's also a city. So, anyway, pretty cool. I like Singapore a lot. I bet you did. I did. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't hey, know why I said it that way. Let's try some Turkish snacks. Okay. All right. Um, let me grab my pile. Let's say, you go first. Okay, let me find it. It's over there. Is this my turkey pile? Yeah, there it is. You hand that to me. Which, all of them? Or? Yeah, I hand me all of them. Yeah, was... We have pot. We picked out what snacks. I, I bought big, big boxes of snacks from each country, and we're going to try them. Okay. We don't read the languages on these packages. So we're going to go by pictures and just like clues of what we think. I'm going to try to read what's on it, but I'm going to read it wrong probably. Also, at least this is like like letters I can read, whereas like I, I definitely can't read the symbols of Japanese and Korean. That's correct. What you got there looks like a pecan pie. It does. It looks like a pecan pie, but it has like chocolate sprinkles on it. It looks like a cookie crust. Um, and it says Sin Portakao Saslu Biscuvi and also has a little orange slice on it. So we're going to try it. Maybe like a cinnamon orange thing? Sin? You think? By Sin, it's uh, C-I-N. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could mean something entirely different. I'm sorry. I'm opening a package. It's really annoying. I'm trying to hurry and open it. Okay. Let me smell it. It's chocolatey and fruity. Straight okay. up. Straight up. What's... Is that... Is the like crust part like marshmallow? It kind of looks like it. No, it's like a cookie. Okay. I'm breaking. Ooh, that is chewy. I broke it in half. Here you go, oh. Andrew. Oh, jeez. Here we go. We're going to try it. Okay. Cheers. Boop. Oh, thank you. You got me a napkin. Okay, here we go. Step back from the mic. <laughs> Andrew just pur- pulled it apart all gooey. Okay. The sprinkles are chocolate, but it's very overwhelmingly chewy cookie orange. Very orange. Very orangey. Very, 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 very. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> what do you think? What's your take? Not, not a fan. You like it? No, I don't think so. I like it. Okay. All right, you try your snack. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Pick one. Uh. Okay. Here's one we can read. Okay. Because it says. Pizza cracker. <laughs> hey, I bet that's a pizza cracker. So, yeah, it literally just says pizza cracker, cracker with a K. Um, yeah. All right, let's try it. It's like a, I think it's like a whole bag of crackers. On the front, there's also a tomato, an onion, and a, a pepper. So, okay. I guess that's what is in it. All right, let's roll. Do it. Just trying to see if there's anything else where it would have anything that's vaguely English, but no. Crispy little cracker. Not overwhelmingly pizza, but a subtle hint of pizza. Now, this is where our Americanism is going to come into play because I, I feel like most stuff from other countries is not as like... Overwhelmingly flavored We flavor filled blasted. it with all the salt we could or yeah. all the sugar is in it. Yeah. Because like, you know, you think of like a pizza thing, you're like, oh yeah, like those pizza Pringles that are just like... Flavor blast. Yeah. 
Um, I like those though. I think they're very good. They're okay. Yeah. I like them. Okay. Next, we're going to try. It says E.T. Sicolata Kifince Rulo Gofret. I can't read that. Sicolata. Um, it's a chocolate filled. It's a little chocolate bar filled with something. That's all I've got. So, oh, I love the foil. It has a little gold foil that's wrapped in. I'm trying to open it. I believe in you. I'm trying. You can do it. I'm just going to rip it. There you go. Ooh. Okay, it's like a darker chocolate, which I love dark chocolate. Oh, it broke. Okay, well, here you go. Yeah, perfect. Okay. doesn't look like it's filled with anything. No, it doesn't. It's just a the chocolate front, of some sort. The front looks like it's filled with something, but inside does not. Maybe it's like a, what is, what's the, what's that? Uh, oh, little crunchy. Got little crunchies in there. Little crunchies? You, you taste it? Yeah. Like little crispies. I so like it. It reminds me of like a crunch bar, but less crunchy. Yes. And also it's dark chocolate. Yeah. Which There's I There's probably love. a dark chocolate crunch bar somewhere. Probably so. There's all sorts of Kit Kats. Yeah. Okay. I, I love this. This is so far number one for me from Turkey. All right. What you and got? keep in mind, it's basically just chocolate. So It's amazing. I love chocolate. It's, it's, I'm going to finish eating this. It isn't, it isn't any of the weird ones. It's, it's just like, hey, here's some chocolate. Deal with it. It's amazing. You next. This one says Harby. What's the other word on it? Alpala? Uh, Alpala. I think that's like the brand. Okay. Like the overarching company. I gotcha. Looks like it's caramel because it has a word that says car- caramelly, which looks like <laughs> caramel. That's a good assumption. With It's caramel with a K and an I at the end. Cool. So let's find out. All right. Enjoy the sounds of wrapping paper, wrappers, being opened or not opened as I'm doing right now. What? So it's like a, it's like a cracker thing with like a chocolate oh, on top of it. Okay. I like that. Like chocolate running down the middle. Yeah. Cookie on each it's side. It's like a cookie cracker half pipe with some chocolate in it. Yes. Is it chewy? That is very gooey and chewy. Oh my. Oh, you just got out. Oh, oh my Jesus. God. You just got it all over my computer. This is all a mistake. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's go. Ready? Do you have compressed air anywhere? No. Oh no. Okay, let's try it. Me like. It's like a Twix. Which is why I like it. <laughs> Very much better than a Twix, I think. Yeah, because I like the um, the like crackery part on the outside. Yeah. But it's sort of like the, the Twix flaky. has like the cracker on the inside mm-hmm. covered by the chocolate. It's very similar to that, but with the crackers on the outside. So I like that. I kind of like that better. I like that a lot. Okay. Next one is, oh, it's the same company, Alpella, the one that you just have. It's called a three gen, I think. It says, Biez, Sicolata, which I'm going to guess is chocolate. Caplamali, Sutlu, Cremali. I'm going to guess that's cream. Go for it. Can't read any of that. It's white. So I'm guessing it's white chocolate. Ooh, it looks, looks like it. Ooh, it's kind of like a Kit Kat on the inside. It's like a white chocolate log. Okay. What in tarnation. Cheers. It's like eight layers of crackeriness. Love it. Let's go. I'm in love. That almost has a little peanut buttery taste almost. You taste yeah, it? like a wafer peanut buttery Yes, kind of like a nutter butter. Like a li- very hint of it. It's definitely wafery on the inside like a nutter butter. But the white chocolate coating is not overly white chocolatey. 
I approve. Love. This thing is just like a big old. <laughs> it's like that's me a... blowing cookies off my computer. What? Let me see. It's sort of like a wafer. It's a big circle. It looks like a rice, big rice cookie. It reminds me of Nutter Butter, like the the wafery part. Yeah, yeah. So so let's we're gonna open this package too. What does it say on it? Costco. Costco, which I guess is the brand. And then it says like Kaget Helva. I don't know. Yeah. And there's a little there's a little kid on it. And he's like holding his hand up, like check this out. All right, let go. Yeah, looking at it, I think this might just be a big ass wafer. <laughs> All right, let's try. I'm it. Not positive. It doesn't look overly sweet. I'm kind of need a break from sweet right now, so let's try it. Just break off a piece. Just don't hand it. Put it. I'm, that's why I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick a good spot. Oh, okay, okay. Doing it over the trash cans. Very. Oh, it is. It is crumbly. There's a little bit of something in it. Is it? Mm, maybe. I can't tell either. Let's try it. Almost coffee-ish. It's straight up just like that wafer stuff that is like the nutter butter, but without the peanut butter part. It has like a little, very thin layer of something in the middle. That's like sweet-ish, but not overly so. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So that's, I think that's all Nope, I have one more. Oh, you do? Oh, yep. so do I, I guess. No, it's Japanese, isn't it? No, this doesn't look like Japanese to me. Oh, okay. And there's four other ones in the Jap- Japan pile, so. Oh, okay, okay. It fell over. All right, we have two more. All right, this one is called, I can read that, it says Wanted Caramel. It looks like a Cocoa Puffs coated in chocolate with caramel on the inside, doesn't it? At least the picture yeah, kinda. does. kind of. Oh, and it looks like a turd coming out. Oh, cool. Can you see it? Because of the cocoa puffs covered in chocolate. Crispy and crunchy with caramelly inside. Kind of an odd hint of a flavor. Yeah, it's definitely cocoa crispies. Not cocoa crispies. Cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Not bad though. What you got? Uh this one says cat cat cat. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It says it says cat cat tat. Oh, it does. Cat cat tat. Where are your glasses? I just assumed after the first two cats, it was all cats. Cat, cat, tat. It's also crispy and wafery, isn't it? I don't know. I well, don't what's the to... picture? What's the pictures? Well, what oh, it no. Like? That it's looks like a, like a pastry. Looks like a flaky pastry with uh, hazelnut inside, like, like Nutella. I'm afraid of the flakiness of this. <laughs> Is it really flaky? Yes. <laughs> Put it, put it on here. Put it on my napkin. Give it's me, extremely flaky. Give me, give me a little bit. Oh my god! I don't think you can unflaky that. This is, this is all flakes. Oops, all flakes. <laughs> I'm gonna let you uh, just deal with this because uh, it is all flake. Here, tr- do you try a bite? I tried one of the flakes, but I was okay. Wanna, I'm just gonna take a bite because uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, let you, there's let you start no unflaking this. It's like crumbling. It's inside of this little cardboard. Yeah. The thing. the like bread flaky part is pretty good. I don't know about this inside part yet. Looks like you just like pulled out the bottom of it. <laughs> Me too. Feel like you did. Um it almost has like a very mild blueberry flavor to it. But it's one hundred percent croissant flaky pastry puff. Um, love it's the definitely texture. got like some like sugar on the flakes. Yes, on, like on the top part. It's yeah, you can like even see it. Yeah. All right, give it a go. Tell me what you think. I don't think I got much Nutella in there. 
it's so messy. We'll vacuum it up later. It's fine. The dogs will take care of it. Yeah, good. What do you think? I like that one. Do you? Yeah. I like that the texture is good. The flaky texture is good. Yeah, it's very good. It's not a... It would not be good to like... I don't know. Have on a road trip. No. <laughs> it, would it would get everywhere in the car, car. Everywhere. Um, yeah. Okay. Which one's, which one was your favorite? Uh, I think cat, cat, tat might be up there. Cat, cat, tat. I like cat, cat, tat too. I, I really liked the, um, the white, chocolate? the white chocolate wafer thing. That one was really good. The one that's like a Twix. Kinda. That was good. Yeah. This, this one, this other one. Which one do we see? Whatever it's called. Let me see. Harby. Oh yeah. That one's that good. was really good. That was good. Yeah. It was all good. Good job, Turkey. I like your snacks. All right, let's continue on our journey around the world. All right. Where are we going next? I'm going to eat my snack so I can tell the story. Okay, where, where, where are we off to next? Andrew? We're off to Osaka, Japan. Osaka? That's right. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So, for this one, we're going to go, uh, it is March 18th of 1984. We are going to follow a man named... Katuhisa Izaki. Good job. Thank you. You don't know if I did it right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> president of, he was the president of Izaki Glico, which was a food company in Japan. They. Wait. A food company? That's right. Oh my gosh. They made all kinds of foods. Like they made, they did like, they did meat, they did whatever. Uh, but they were most famous for their candies. Like, Pocky and caramels and pudding and stuff. They make Pocky? Yeah. Cool. I think lots of people make Pocky. I think it's one of those things where it's just like... Oh, that's not a brand? I, I'm not sure. Go t- when Next time you're at Kroger, look at the Pocky and see if it says Izaki Glico on it. Okay. Um, so, he's the president of uh, Zaki Glico, that company that makes all kinds of candies and various other foods. He comes home... And he decides to take a bath because that's what you do after a long day. You gotta you know, get in the tub, just soak for a bit, mm-hmm. and then two men wearing hoods break into the bathroom where he is, drag him out of the tub. Um, Izaki's wife and daughter are already tied up. Oh no! And the phone line has been cut because this is back when you had phone lines and that mattered. Eighty-four. And um, his uh, Izaki's mother lived next door. She had also been tied up, so they knew she was there, I guess. So they had some kind of inside knowledge of some sort, like you would assume. And the men drag him out. They take him to a warehouse. The next day, the police are searching for him, and they find a ransom note in a phone booth. Again, phone 1984. Booth? Wow. <laughs> a nearby phone booth. So the note demands one billion yen. Which is how many dollars? It was 4.3 million in 84. million today. Wow. So, but two days after being kidnapped, Izaki escapes. Mm. He gets away. Wait. Mm. But he's he's not able to identify his kidnappers Mm -hmm. and leads kind of dry up. Three weeks later, newspapers across Japan receive a strange letter. Mm -hmm. And it says, to the stupid police. Oh, are you idiots? Oh. If you were pros, you would catch us. Because you guys have high, such a high handicap, we're going to give you some hints. Okay, bad idea. And uh, the main clues that I saw that they gave were that they drove a gray getaway car, and they purchased food from the Dye supermarket, 
which is a large Japanese chain. Mm. Um, the letter was signed, Kaijin Nujicho Minso. Good, good effort. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, which translates to the mystery man with 21 faces. I also saw it written as monster with 21 faces. But I like mystery man with 21 faces better. Yeah. For some reason. I, that it's sounds just, really it's cool. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it is. So they would send he or they or whoever. Mm-hmm. They would send more letters that would be published in the newspaper with more clues that just kind of led nowhere for police. And they would taunt the police in these letters. In mid-May, they send a letter that was especially uh, strange and terrifying. Why would it say? It said that they, it claimed that they had laced packages of <gasps> glico candy with cyanide. Oh, God. Not specifying which kind that they had glico laced. Glico candy? Yeah, the Azaki Glico. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so Glico recalled all the candy, oh, had all of it tested, and it all tested negative for cyanide. Mm. Uh, but it did harm Glico's business. Like they had to lay off a thousand employees oh, wow. and stuff. They like, must have been a big company. Yeah, so it's a bad time for them. Yeah, as you'd imagine. Yeah, and uh, so in these letters, sometimes they would also demand money. The the mystery man of twenty one faces, and they would never show up to the like the drop offs of where course, the yes. money was. Yeah, and one time, one of their things. They told uh, some. They, they told Glico employees that they needed to go to a certain phone booth at a certain time. And what happened was police went there disguised as Glico employees. But I guess the mystery man knew. He sent another letter. It says, "You thought you could fool us, dressed up in your nice businessman's blue suits, acting like salarymen." But those shifty eyes gave you away. I like this Japanese English interpretation. Yeah, this is translated. Yeah, yeah. By somebody. I like who it. Who hopefully did a good job. I, I hope so. In June, we get another letter uh, basically saying they were going to lay off Glico. They're like, hey, the president, he's gone around too too long with his head hanging, hanging low. Hmm. We're going to lay off. We've been too mean to him. Yeah. We had a good time, but we're going to move on. Uh, and then it said that they they were going to leave. They're like, Japan is too hot and too humid, so we're going to leave for Europe for a while. Oh, good. And they and it said, we'd be bringing along delicious Glico treats with us. What? <laughs> Just to be like, that's ah, fine. We've got, we didn't we've do got anything your candy. To it. It's fine. Yeah. We know it's fine. We didn't do anything to it. Yeah. And they say, we'll see you in January. January? Yeah, because June, they're coming back when it's not hot and humid. Oh, okay. Um, September, which is decidedly before January. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they, they get back to it. They call on the phone. They call? Yeah, they call on a phone. Another candy company called Morinaga, and they demand $400,000, which is a little over a million dollars. Uh-huh. Wait, $400,000 or yen? Uh, $400,000 okay. is what the article said. Okay. Uh, Morinaga did not comply. Uh, so the mystery man with 21 faces sends a new letter. And it says they added a special flavor 
to the Morinaga candy. It's cyanide. Of potassium cyanide. And they also said that they attached a notice on the packages. So the police begin searching throughout all these stores in Japan. And they find they find boxes with warnings on them that read, Danger contains poison. You'll die if you eat this. Signed, the mystery man with 21 faces. What? And they test the candy. And there was indeed cyanide in it. Was there really? There was cyanide this time. Wow. And then they told uh, superstores, supermarkets, whatever, told them they needed to boycott Morinaga. Otherwise, they would send out more poison candy, this time without warning labels. Ooh. Yeah. That seems... Okay, go ahead. So, uh, you know, obviously you're trying to figure out who this is and where they are and all this stuff. I think I know who it is. The, uh, the police... 20% of Japan's police force is working on this. Holy cow. They're staking out stores and all kinds of stuff. They're looking over for surveillance footage. They even released the audio from the blackmail call to the public so they can see if they can identify them in some way. Mm-hmm. Just run around and just not finding anything to go on, though. And there, there's more letters taunting the police, telling them they're terrible and no good at their job. Gosh. Uh, they make more demands for money from other candy companies. They demanded 100 million yen from Fujia, Fujia Company, 50 million yen from Surigaya, and still not finding any evidence in this case. And in August, the head of Shiga Prefecture Police, named Shoji Yamamoto, Doused himself with kerosene and set himself on fire. Why? Because he blamed himself for the police's failure to catch the perpetrators. Oh my gosh. And killed himself. That's a by very setting himself on fire. Terrible way to do it. Yeah. Uh so the the bad guys here, they send a letter. It says no career. It says no career. As in I guess like he was going nowhere. No career Yamamoto died like a man. So we decided to give our condolences. We decided to forget about torturing food making companies. We are bad guys. That means we've got more to do other than bullying companies. It's fun to lead a bad man's life. What? Yeah. And with that, they disappeared. Forever? Police continued searching. They investigated 125,000 people, followed up on 28,000 public tips. 125,000 people. And still nothing. The statute of limitations on the kidnapping ran out in 1995. The poison candy statute of limitations ran out in 2000. And yet, we still don't know who the mystery man with 21 oh faces was. Oh my gosh. Andrew, that was a weird one. Yeah. I like that. And hopefully none of this Japanese candy is going to have <laughs> any of the cyanide. <laughs> um, that reminds me of like the uh, Tylenol yeah. thing. Yeah. Remember that? I do. I remember. St- I wasn't there. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, there's even like a bit in there. It talks about how like people, if they gave candy to people at that time, they'd be like, no, no, it's not from Glico. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's Glico, a different company. Did Glico recover? I think they're still around, maybe. Cool. But yeah, we don't know who that was or who they, they were. were. Yeah. Um, there, there's stuff like supposedly they they wrote in a dialect that is specific to Osaka. Gotcha. Because Osaka, I guess, is like 
less formal than a lot of places. Oh, like, really? Yeah, very and more like jokey or sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Because it even mentions in the article, which came from Atlas Obscura, by the way, mm. uh, that like basically all the famous comedians come from Osaka. In Japan, Japanese comedians. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, in Japan, probably. Oh, okay, cool. Other cultures have different things, Caitlin. I wonder what their humor is like. What do they joke about? Uh, butts. That's pretty funny. That's my guess. I like from butts. having watched that one anime. I can't think of the name of where it was like all butts. It was all about butts. Hey, it's it's cool. It was it's like cool. some kid, and he would like half the humor was him pulling his pants down and slapping his butt at people nice <laughs> like, nice i can't think of what that show was called i'm was down with weird. that i'm down with that but yeah so it's probably it's probably lots of butts and things like that cool but uh, yeah andrew i'm really excited for our japanese snack break mystery man with 21 faces yeah no but i'm excited for our japanese snack break mostly because of that can you're holding right there it is a can that contains describe it um it is a seaweed wrapped snack and within the seaweed that is wrapped is a product known as meat floss describe what it looks like it looks like meat dust it looks like insulation like pulled apart insulation yeah (laughs) um i saw somewhere that described the consistency like cotton candy this is like some kind of dried meat thing it looks like it's like like it was shredded really yeah really well until it basically became powder have you ever seen the like a uh, beef jerky that's like shredded up no no okay they sell them in like cans, cans that look like dip? tobacco cans okay, yes yes i have yeah yeah that's kind of the vibe except i think it's more dried out than that even yes it's very dehydrated very shreddy you're gonna have to open this by the way okay here i open it you want to do it right now uh yeah may as well okay that's what we're here for it's probably gonna stink when i open it oh man <laughs> i don't want to smell it <laughs> Oh, they're in like little packages, individual inside the can. That's so cute. Oh my god! It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Smell they're that. way smaller than we expected too. Oh my! I'm, oh, now I'm smelling it though. It's not unpleasant. Seaweedy smell. I like seaweed, like on like sushi and stuff. All right, I'm really nervous about this one. I am too, because I've I just saw this on Amazon. It said meat floss, and I was like, what the flip are they talking about? Okay, it's hard on the inside. It's probably got to be packed in pretty good, I guess, right? No, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> no, sir. Um, it has almost like a chewy, I sweet a flavor. It's weird. That seaweed is overwhelming. Well, it's like even the, the meat floss part is like, it's packed I'm in so tight. I'm trying so hard not to gag right now. Yeah, no, thank you. Um uh i was hoping this would be good because i uh one of those suggestions was always like put it with pair it with ramen and i was like sure you like ramen i'm putting that back i don't want another bite yeah um if we can we can woo. just give that to the birds or something i don't woo. know the dogs That's, would like it ugh. that was that was bad that was a disaster mm. i'd rather eat that orange and chocolate thing that i didn't care for oh boy that was that was rough let's chase it down with something not rough okay Oh, okay. Um, what are we gonna try first? Okay, let's try. Let's let's compare this pretzel one. Okay. Okay. We got we had we had pretzel snack from Turkey, which was good. It looks like it looks like pocky, pocky without the chocolate. Yeah, pocky without chocolate, and it's savory, not sweet. Oh, we should look and see if any of these say Izaki Glico on. Oh, okay, I can't read it. This says 
This one says Caparapa, Caparapa, Caparapa. Golden Fuji, so I'm I just think, is the company. Move on from that. All right, so let's try pet pretzel, pizza pretzel sticks. I wonder if it's going to taste like uh, mayonnaise and corn, since that's a thing they do there Doesn't on pizza. Look, looks like a Supreme that we're trying here. Oh, cool. Could have mayonnaise as the sauce instead, though. It doesn't smell overwhelmingly like anything. Hmm. Very lightly pizza flavored. Yeah, so it tastes like bread, but with like Crunchy. tiny bit Crunchy flavor. Stick, yeah. uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a favorite. It's fine. As long as I get that other flavor out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was no good. No. That was a... A disaster. Yes, it that's what I would call it. Put it away. Um, All right, what's up? I don't know what this is called. Ex- describe the packaging of it. Describe there, the outside. There's no English lettering that I can find. None. Usually, you can on some of these. Uh, the like packaging. A tube. It's like a lightweight, firm tube on the inside. Yeah, and there's the packaging. There's a bootleg-looking Kirby mm-hmm. character. It looks like he's an octopus, actually. Actually. Oh yeah. And some kind of like yeah, he's raccoon. Got, I think or those something? are like multiple arms, and then I think he's there again at the top. And this like might a, be a fishy flavored snack. That's a, there's a lot of those there. I think this is supposed to be like a cat. I thought it was Dorymon at first, which is a cat. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Let's give it a go. You talk for a second while I open it. Okay. Um, I I'm looking at my snacks now, and I don't see any English language on them. So I don't know. What the hell is this? Looks like a crunchy churro. But I think it, oh, I think there's seaweed. I think there's seaweed flecks on it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's hope it's better. Our last seaweed was terrible. All right, you take a bite and then I'll take a bite because I think it's going to be hard to break that one. Yeah, it's very light and flaky feeling. Like like a rice thing? Something rice related? Potentially. Yeah. All right. Give it. Or like, uh, what's the what's the fried thing that they put shrimp What's their fried thing called? Tempura? Yeah. Maybe like a tempura-ish thing, hmm. potentially. All right. Get a crunch off that. Is it savory? I believe so, based on the smell. Okay. I don't hate it. Oh, okay. Very light. The smell is like soy almost. Mmm, I like that. It smells very like ginger soy. Yeah. Fried Worcestershire. That, yeah, that's it's that's kind of a... Okay, here I go. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I didn't. I don't hate that at all. I love this. I'll let you finish it if you want. Then okay, because I don't. Because it seems like you like it more than I do, even though I'm I'm quite okay with it. You can have it. I have another one. You can well, we it. don't know what the other one's flavor is because it's a different color. It is package. a different color. You're right. You're right. For all we know, it could be entirely different. I like that. That's a good. And I think it does have seaweed flecks, but they're not revolting like that was. Well, I don't, the seaweed to me wasn't the problem with the other one. It's the thing on the inside, the oh, meat floss was the bad. problem. It's pretty bad. I um, can't believe the, I hated the floss. Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> Something called meat floss. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where you see it and just like, I have to know. Yeah. It's like, um, what's the quote from Johnny Bravo? He's like, I'm sickened, but curious. <laughs> Something <Yeah>. like that. That's <laughs> so true. It's like um, one time I was at the, the liquor store and I saw a Bloody Mary thing and it was like, Frank's Red Hot Bloody Mary just in a can. It's a Bloody oh. Mary. It's not Bloody Mary mix you add with to the vodka. It has, the, it's, liquor it has the liquor in there. And I was like, I bet that's terrible, but I have to know. Did you try it? It was totally okay. Oh, okay. I wouldn't get it again. Fresh one's better. But I'm glad I tried it. You tried it, yeah. You ventured out there. Yeah, it was good enough I finished them. Um. Okay, this next, sa- this next snack, Yalkin is the brand. Y-A-O-K-I-M. 
Um, on the front, there's lots of cartoon characters. They're very cute on all these packaging. It's a banana tribal guy. Um, and it looks like banana, something is lightweight, maybe fluffy, maybe chocolate on the inside. Let's find out. Oh, it is a banana. We were right there. Oh, it has some kind of like coating on it. That looks. That looks terrible. Inappropriate. It looks like, um, circus peanut. Yeah. It's banana. Straight up marshmallow. Oh, no. Your favorite. I don't like, yeah, I'm not a fan of marshmallow. How are you feeling about that? It's fine. It's like a, I'm eating the microphone, I'm sorry. It's a banana flavored coated um, marshmallow. Okay, well. Give it a go. It's been I, nice knowing you. Like some kind of, is that, is that marshmallow? I guess it's marshmallow. This looks like a, looks, is it, does it remind you of a peep at all? Because it kind of reminds me that looking at it. Um. Now that I can see the insides of it. I mean, it. it's marshmallow you like a peep, I guess. Oh, yeah. Just try a little bite. I'll finish it off if you don't like it. No, thank you. <laughs> I like it, but I like banana. Oh no, better or worse than meat floss? Um, honestly, about even. No way. It has that banana candy flavor, which Love is it. not like banana. Apparently, no. it's like bananas from olden days. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe you heard the, heard the story. I have. Oh, okay, but yeah, I like this. I'm gonna eat the rest of it. Uh. <laughs> It all, it reminds me a lot of the innards of a moon pie. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Isn't there like a banana cream moon pie? Isn't that a thing? Yes, I have one in my pantry. Just one. It's a mini one. It's from my parents' house. Okay, well, yeah, that's basically what it is. Without the cookie. Yeah, so that's what that snack was, whatever it was. I liked it. Uh, this next one I'm going to go with is a little piece of candy, and it is clearly cola flavored because it says the word cola and it has a little cola mascot who is he looks like he is freaking out he's like oh jesus don't don't eat me don't drink me oh he's god really excited and the candy is cola bottle shaped yeah kinda kinda mm-hmm. vaguely it's yeah more, it's almost more like a, a fat, cupcake a, shape or it's something a, it's a fat bottle or but like i i don't know it's yeah Go. Go for it. I'm just trying to see if there's any more English on it just to, just to you know, learn more mm-hmm. about this. But I think I know enough just seeing the words cola on it. I'm ready. And it's got like a bunch of dusting on it. So I wonder if it's... Is it soury or is it sweet? It's definitely not sour. Okay. Whatever that is. Sugar. Oh, yeah. That's straight up soda. How's it taste? Here we go. It's, it reminds me of a soda. It's a little soury on the outside. That if... If you were to invent a gummy candy that was supposed to taste like soda, it would be that. That if you were like, hey, here's the here's the every jelly bean flavor and it's soda and you didn't get something gross. <laughs> um, that's that's kind of what it would be. Not my favorite. No. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like a Coke float. Or not a Coke float. The Coke no. freeze thingies. Not at all. Oh, yeah, definitely. No. You don't know what you're talking about. No, Coke freezes are a thousand times better than that was. Yeah, it's it it's got a similar taste to it, I think. Okay, you next just ate up. It wrong. What you just ate it wrong? Oh, okay. Next up, I have these little tiny gummy bears in this little tiny package. Um, there's a waving bear on the front with a little honey pot, and it says honey. Oh, so I wonder, I wonder if it's honey flavor. Honey, yeah, probably not. They look orange. Are they like different colors? I think so. No. Then. Um, there's a green. Okay. I hope my honey's not green. <laughs> I'll um, tell you that much. And an orange. And 
a pink, and another orange. So let's try orange since there's two of those. Okay. There we go. Tastes like, like a gummy, gummy bear. bear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jinx, you owe me a candy Coke. <laughs> I already gave it to you. Oh, I'm man. out. <laughs> Fresh out. I'm going to finish eating up. I mean, it's straight up gummy bears. They're delicious. I really like those. Yeah. There's the, I don't know what else to say about them. They good. All right, what next? Uh, next up comes all the way from Texas. What is it? Texas corn. That's what it says on the package. <laughs> it does say it on the package. And there's a little octopus guy. Cute. Holding a maraca, I think? Or is that a fan? That's probably a fan. Let me see. A fan. Yeah, because he's got a fan in his headband, too. Okay, I just had the last gummy bear. Yeah. It was pink. It wasn't strawberry. I don't know what flavor that was, but it wasn't strawberry. I would not expect pink to be strawberry. It was good, though. All right, give me Texas corn. These look like they have the consistency of corn pops. They are. They're corn puffs. They're like flavored corn puffs. I'm not mad at those. They, they're like uh, puff. Puffy Cheetos. Yes, yes. But like a different thing. Yes, I really, I approve. It does have a very corn pop flavory. to it. <laughs> I like what if corn pops, but instead of covered in sugar, it's like whatever's in this. Yeah, melty like a like a circle little cheese ball, cheese puff. All right, I'm really excited to try this because I don't know how we're gonna do it. Oh, it says open on there. You peel down. That's probably a good start. I want to peel across. Oh, peel. I'm very confused how it's telling me to open that. Do you see that? I do. I don't under. Oh, I peeled apart. I peeled apart. Right oh, here. It looks like a liquid thing. This is a green mystery tube, gelatinous tube. So hold it somewhere safe. <laughs> Not above my computer. Yeah. I'm having a lot of trouble opening this. Because I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm scared that you're going to like, it's going to be like when you open up a cereal thing and it's not coming open and then you open it and it's real hard finally and it just, spr- just sprays everywhere. I don't think I can open this. I'm struggling big time. Well, if you can't, I can't. That's for sure. I feel like this is just a disaster waiting to happen. I know. Here, go go grab the scissors. I don't know where those are. You go grab them. Okay, hold on. Okay, I don't know where you keep your stuff. There's pop- yeah, so this uh, this Texas corn. I bet they don't sell it in Texas, but it's pretty good, and they should. So, Texas, get on the ball. Let let the people of Japan know what's up. Okay, here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to cut the top off. It's just, oh, Jesus. And I'm going to slurp half of it. Oh, jeez. Why are you OGsing? Just worried about how this is going to go. It's very gelatinous uh, Oh, jeez. <laughs> that texture Be careful. is something else. She's got like some kind of ooze snack here. How'd you feel about that? Uh-uh. Did not care for uh-uh. it? Uh-uh. Oh, she just spit it out. Uh-uh. Oh, what gosh. is that flavor? What is that texture? Let's look up what konyaku is. Oh, that was terrible. I unless could not a, finish that. That's a brand. I'm going uh, uh. to type in konyaku. Konyaku, authentic Japanese product. Okay. Well, I guess it's a brand, so I'll have to look it up. Okay. I think. Get you get you a pull off that. I think it might be a plant. It's konyaku. I'm not sure. Get oh, you a pull. Go. Uh, Nothing like them Texas nuts. You have to kind of like slurp and bite. Yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling it. Oh, it's pretty gelatinous-y. I don't know what flavor that was. Konyaku, some kind of potato. Oh, that ain't a potato. <laughs> a jelly potato. Uh, 
Oh my god, it's flopping around on the top of it. <laughs> Not a fan. I didn't spit it out, but uh, it just doesn't taste like anything hardly. It's just like, what if your Jello had no flavor? It's a weird flavor, and the texture is not Jello-y. I was expecting more Jello-y, and it's almost like chewy-ish. Yeah, you have to bite it. Whereas Jello, you can just like, eh, eh, did not like. I spit it out. I don't want any more. Put that in the throwaway pile. Yeah, this is uh, no good. That goes with the little meat floss. Put that in there. I got one more from Japan. I can't read basically any of it. There's a part. Like uh, along the like borders of the package, mm-hmm. it says like Karappa Papa Karappa Papa or something. Okay. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know if that's an, uh, like a noise or mm. or what because mm-hmm. there's like a, a I don't know what's going on. One of one of the there's like little characters on it. One of them's holding a book and it says menu in English on it. I don't know why. He's but learning. He's learning English. Maybe. All right, let's give it a go. You think it's gonna be sweet or savory? Because there's no indicator of what it is. No, there's nothing on here that tells you like what this is. There's uh-uh. nothing that's like, here's a graphic of what this object is going to be. Yeah. Which I guess was the same with the Kirby Doraemon yes. looking thing. Yes, and I liked that thing. I think it was good. It's a, it looks a lot like the Doraemon thing, but they're like little rings. Oh, really? Oh, they look like a little octopus, little calamari. Kind of a similar smell too. Similar flavor. Yeah, so... Very similar to whatever that was. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's in uh, snack form versus bar form. Yeah, I it's like, like little uh, little rings. I like that a lot. Puffy. They're puffy. I like that texture. Um, disliked big time. Meat floss and whatever that shiz was. <laughs> Meat Ooh. floss was a disaster. <laughs> I have to like cover that up and put it away. That makes me want to throw up. All right. Here is a big one, though. Andrew and I watched a video that involved kewpie, kewpie, which is a type of Japanese mayonnaise. <clears throat> and um, Andrew got some kewpie. And we're going to try it because apparently it's really popular. It's different than mayonnaise that we have here. Part of the thing they do, so like mayonnaise is like eggs and vinegar or whatever. Right. One of the big things they do with the kewpie <laughs> is they only use the egg yolk. Which makes it like creamy, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm just going to put this on like a cracker or something, I guess. You want to get some meat? Nah, it's fine. All right, let's do it. This is more about the mayonnaise anyway. <laughs> it's just so gross. I saw a, a, um, I'm obsessed with TikTok right now. Hilarious. Love watching the videos. It's Caitlin's midlife crisis. It is. Um, But there's this one and it was like, why my sister's still single? And it's like this pretty girl, like college age girl. And then her sisters have, take a video of her. She's literally eating mayonnaise out of a jar. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so gross. All right, give me... And I love this bottle because it's like the squishiest bottle. It's plastic. It's Yeah. But it's super squishy. And I'm like afraid I'm going to like... Apparently, that's part of the gimmick as well. It's like when you buy it, it's it's like, it's the squishy bottle. Okay. It smells very eggy. It smells very um, creamy and vinegary. It's definitely more eggy and vinegary than most of the mayonnaise you would get here, I believe. Very much so. Very eggy, very vinegary. But yeah. I don't hate it. No. I'll definitely try it on like some sandwiches or something. Try it with like an egg sandwich or something. Maybe. To enhance the egg. <laughs> I need here. more egg and vinegar. It's it's a lot eggier. A lot eggier, really, actually. Um, probably more like how mayonnaise is across the world, honestly. 
as far as like maybe well i heard that most mayonnaises are just you know basically eggs and vinegar salt with just like maybe a scoosh of sugar but i heard that like american mayonnaises are very sugary that's which i would true. never know you know i can't our, taste that our bread is sugar- sugary Apparently, in a lot of cases yeah people say it is i don't know well i mean i remember when i was working at the chick-fil-a they were like we're gonna phase out the buns that have high fructose corn syrup and it's like there was high fructose corn syrup in our bread <laughs> yeah. like what what are you who, talking about who knew yeah um okay it's very creamy there's very a reason creamy. that americans lead the world in obesity that's why we're having a snack podcast right that's now. right <laughs> we're having we're having foreign snacks and yep. they all come in mostly smaller packages too except for well we're gonna get to south korea those are like they gave us like full snacks there yeah which i'm getting very full okay that was great andrew uh i really like visiting japan thank you for taking us there i i'm glad you enjoyed it on a magic carpet ride now we're heading over to south korea uh we're talking about crime there which apparently is pretty famous but i've never heard of it um it's actually multiple crimes it's a pretty wild story Uh, so we're going to talk about it you ready yes Okay, we're going to talk about the, again, I do not speak Korean, so I'm going to say this stuff wrong. This is about the <laughs> Hwasong, Hwasong. I'm going to guess Hwasong. Hwasong, okay, that's good. Hwasong serial murders. I'm getting all my information from Wikipedia, just right off the bat. It's all from Wikipedia. You can get it there too. Um. So the, what'd you say? Uh, I went Hwaisong? with Hwaisong. Hwaisong? Hwaisong. Hwaisong. But, you know, my I guess like is that. about as good as yours. I like it. To be honest. So, the Hwaisong serial murders were a series of rapes and murders that occurred in the city of Hwaisong, which was in the Gyeonggi province. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but in the, They occurred between September 15th, 1986 in April 3rd, 1991, so about a five-year period, four-ish and a half years, the victims were all women. They were all bound, gagged, raped, and in most cases, strangled to death with their own clothes, like pantyhose or stockings. Uh, the murders were a very big deal in South Korea. They sparked the largest criminal case in South Korea, with over 2 million man days spent on investigation and over 21,000 suspects investigated, which is pretty insane to think about. The cases remained unsolved for 30 years, which is a long time. Ooh, that, That's yeah, not that long ago. 30 years? Mm-hmm. That wasn't that long ago when they were solved. At least it doesn't seem like it. So when were they solved? We'll talk about it. Okay. Um... So, blah, 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 blah. they're considered to be the most infamous murders of South Korean modern history. Um, he is the killer. Oh, man. I, 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 the killer of these, you know, these women. The mystery man with 22 faces. Yes. They, like, they called him the Zodiac Killer, like the Korean Zodiac Killer. Uh-huh. Because it was as infamous there, you know, as the Zodiac Killer is here. So... Probably more so there. What? Probably even more. Yeah, yeah. Like, there. Yeah, yeah. Then Zodiac was here, I bet. You think so? Yes. Okay. Just a guess. Okay. 
So a little background. So the cases began with the disappearance of Lee Wan Im, who's a 71-year-old lady. On September 15, 1986, she was returning home after visiting her daughter. Excuse me. All these snacks are getting to me. Her body was found in a pasture on September 19, 1986, at 2 p.m., which was four days following. They figured out it was four days following her murder. A month later, on October 20, 1986, Park Hyun-suk, who's 25, disappeared after getting off the bus while returning home from Songtan, which is a place. Her body was found on October 23, 1986, at about 2 p.m. as well. Two months later, on December 12, 1986, Kwon Jung-bon, also 25, disappeared in front of her house, and her body was found about three months later on April 23, 1987, at about 2 p.m., which on an embankment. Seven more murders followed over the next years, and there isn't information about all the murders. Um, so the last murder was estimated to have taken place around 9 p.m. on April 3rd, on April 3rd 1991. Kwon Soon-sang, 69, was discovered dead, raped, and strangled with pantyhose up on a hill. So the case began in earnest. The, it was very frustrating for Korean, the Korean investigators. They couldn't figure out what was going on. It became the first infamous case in Korea with like the first truly identifiable string of murders with a similar mo- modus operandi serial killer st- style, you know, more than 2 million police officers, uh, which was a record number for any case were assigned to investigate the murders. It's a lot. Moreover, police officers involved spent, again, 2 million man days. Uh, The total number of suspects was more than 21,000, totaled 21,280, actually. In addition, 40,116 individuals had their fingerprints taken and 570 DNA samples and 180 hair samples were analyzed. That is so much data. Like, I mean, that's just a lot of investigation, a lot of work on that. So the first five murders happened within about a 3.7 mile radius of Huesong, Huesong, which prompted police to spread out in teams of two positioned every hundred meters to kind of look. But the next killing happened where there was no police presence. So during the investigation, rumors that the killer targeted women wearing red clothes on rainy days spread, leading some female police officers to wear red clothes in an attempt to lure the killer into a trap, which was kind of cool. Yeah. So a suspect sketch was drawn based on the memory of a bus driver named Kang and a bus conductor, Um, who said they saw a man get on the bus shortly after the seventh murder on September 7th, 1988. Um, And the characteristics of the suspects, which were described by the bus driver, were similar to the description given by survivors who were sexually assaulted and not murdered. According to the victims, the culprit at the time of the incident was a thin-framed man in his mid-20s, he was around 165 to 170 centimeters. I don't know how much that is in 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 layman's terms like us. Short cut, sporty type hair, no double eyelids and a sharp nose, which I thought because, you know, a lot of uh, Korean people have. Um, well, like we an American characteristic, a very um, Caucasian characteristic is double eyelids. Like I have double eyelids. I I think you do. You, you have hooded eyes, but you have double eyelids. But a lot of um, Korean people have a single. It's they don't have like the crease right here. So that's what that means. Okay. 
Um, I learned that from my Korean friend, Sean. How many centimeters did you say? 165 to 170. Okay, 165 is five foot four. Okay, so not or a tall guy. Five, 5.4, actually. So whatever that means. I don't know what that means. I mean... I'm not doing the conversion. Yeah. <laughs> so... Less, it, less than five, six. Yes, agree. So. Yeah. And taller than five foot. So probably five, four, five, five, something yeah. like that. And double, no double eyelids and a sharp nose. In addition, he was described as having soft hands. Police also stated that the suspect had a B blood type, but in 2019, police acknowledged that this was likely inaccurate for a reason that we'll talk about. On July 27th, 1989, hair evidence from the crime seed led to the arrest of a 22-year-old male with a surname of Yoon as the culprit in the eighth murder, which was later deemed unrelated to the other murders. <laughs> so, great. Yeah, didn't help. In addition, in the 10th case, the genes obtained from a semen sample were different from the ninth case and the location and method of crime were different from other cases, suggesting, again, a different culprit. So they couldn't group them together. Except for, I'm sorry, <laughs> except for the first crime, which occurred about, about 6 a.m., the second to 10th murders occurred mainly between 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. So, makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, reports state that at least four individuals deemed as possible suspects took their own lives in the 90s after being investigated and allegedly abused by police. So, it was a big deal. There was a lot of heat on investigators to catch this culprit. Um... And going down the road, kind of chronologically, in July 27th, 1989, Yoon Sang Yao, a 22-year-old man, was arrested for the murder of the eighth victim, like we talked about, 14-year-old Park Sang Hee. Yoon admitted guilt during questioning, and according to a 1989 report um, uh, by an expert at the National Forensic Service, the forensic test of pubic hair samples found at the scene suggested similarities with his returning a 40% match with Yoon's. This case was determined to be a copycat crime of the Korean Zodiac killer. Great. Yeah. And Yoon was sentenced to life in prison, but appealed the ruling at the time, alleging that the police coerced him into giving false confessions through torture. His appeal was denied, and he served 19 and a half years in jail before being released on parole in 2009. Uh, and Yoon filed for a retrial of his case in 2019, talk about why two days later police announced they had reached a conclusion so the cases kind of like the investigations i mean they still were acting on them and working on them but it wasn't really going anywhere they didn't really have a definitive suspect until on september 18th 2019 very recently police announced that a man named lee chun jay lean Lee Chun Jae um, had been identified as a suspect in the serial murders. He was identified after DNA from the underwear of one of the victims was matched with his, and subsequent DNA testing linked him to four of the other unsolved serial murders. At the time he was identified, he was already serving a life sentence at a prison in Busan for the rape and murder of his sister-in-law, which we're going to talk about. Gross. So, um, so prior, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about about Lee. So Lee um, was on September 26, 1989. This is some of his shenanigans around. So this is like in the times of the murder, September 26, 1989, around it was like one o'clock in the morning ish. Lee broke into a house in <laughs> Gwangju, Suwon, Gyeonggi province with weapons and gloves 
and then was discovered by the landlord there. Uh, he was arrested. He was sentenced by the Suwon District Court to one year and six months in prison in the first trial in February 1999 for the charges of robbery and violence. After the first trial, Lee filed an appeal claiming that he was beaten by an unknown young man and entered the victim's house while being chased, which is like, mm, that's a very unlikely story. Yeah, but much in, so. Yeah. In the second trial following Lee's appeal, the court suspended his sentence to two years of probation and he was released in mid-April 1990. And there wasn't any crimes during the time he was in prison. Uh, so... And going a couple years down the road, we're going to talk a little bit about more of his crimes after. And this is, of course, they didn't have him as a suspect yet in the in the serial killings. But after Lee's wife left him in December 93, he invited over his 18 year old sister-in-law and proceeded to drug, rape and kill her on January 13th, 1994, which is like prime killing time. And according to the detective who investigated him, Lee went to his father-in-law offering help and search for his missing sister-in-law and both reported that she might have been abducted. Lee was arrested a few days later on January 18th after repeated questioning where he later asked, how many years do you serve in prison for rape and murder? It's like, why did you ask that? But I'm glad you did because you're guilty. Lee denied any responsibility and the court overturned his confession stating that he made a false statement because of police coercion. However, Lee was convicted, sentenced to death in May 1994, and his conviction was upheld in September of the same year. The Supreme Court of South Korea reviewed the case in 95 and Lee's death sentence was reduced to life imprisonment with the possibility of parole after 20 years. So that's how he had they had his DNA because he was on death row. Mm. So, um... After he was identified, you know, on down the road in prison, his DNA linked him to the other murders. He initially denied when police questioned him. Lee initially denied any involvement in the serial cases. But on October 2nd, 2019, police announced that Lee had confessed to killing 14 people, including all 10 victims in the serial killer murders that they knew about, which included a case previously considered to be a copycat crime. And then four others. So a copycat crime really was his. Three of those other murders happened in Hwesong, but had not previously been attributed to that serial killer. And the other two happened in Chongju. As of, as of October 2019, details about some of those victims that we talked about um, had not been released. Um, in addition to the murders, he also confessed to more than 30 rapes and attempted rapes. Like, yucko. Um, in October, I'm sorry, in November 15th, 2019, police announced that they had reached a provisional conclusion that Lee was responsible for all 10 murders, serial murders. Um, they kind of talked about Lee as a person. They expressed that Lee had a weak self-esteem due to his introverted personality, but experienced a sense of accomplishment and self-reliance for the first time in his mandatory military service, which led him to commit sex crimes to express his frustration caused by his monotonous life following his discharge from the military. So basically he wanted some excitement. Cool. So what a way to go about it. Kill and rape people. Yeah. Um, so the provincial police chief stated that Lee displayed psychopathic tendencies by being unable to empathize with the victim's pain and suffering and continuously showing off his crimes. Um, and then in the last update was July 2nd of 2020, when it was again confirmed that Lee had committed 14 murders, nine rapes in relation to the Hui Song serial murders <clears throat> with a motive being of a sexual nature. Um, 
And they closed the cases 33 years after the first victim's death. So pretty wild. He's, he's, ser- he's serving a life sentence in prison, of course, which is good. But it's just, well, I, I'd never heard of that case at all. And he's very, very um, prolific. Let's see. It says victims, more than 45. One convicted murder. I don't know. I mean, they knew he convi- he did the other murders, but I don't know, like, maybe they can only convict one murder at a time there. I don't know what their judicial system is like. So one convicted murder, m- murder, 14 confessed murders, and more than 30 confessed rapes and attempted rapes, which is disgusting. And 15, he confirmed. He said he killed 15 people. There you go. Lee Chun-Jae, a terrible human. Yeah. Let's eat some Korean food now. I'm getting really full. Um, you don't have to eat all of it. Okay. You have to take a take a taste, okay, basically. You go first. All right. This one. Uh, it says victory pie. A victory pie. It looks like a almost like a moon pie with like a strawberry filling because okay. it has a strawberry on it. All right, let's give it a go, yo. It says victory pie and it has musical notes. So Aww. I don't know if there's like a it's song. Play music. Victory pie. Do-do-do, victory pie, eat it up, yum, yum, <laughs> yum, in my tum. I like that song. There's like a little, I don't know, it's like a cherry, but it's a cheerleader character. A cherry cheerleader. Something like that. All right, let's eat it. This straight up looks like a it moon looks, pie. It looks like a moon it pie. It feels like a moon pie You so know far. what? Like two of mine look like a moon pie. Yeah. We're moon pieing it up. South Korea likes their moon pies. Is it marshmallowy? Not really. Oh, Okay. Do you like it? But it seems moon pie like, like the chocolate in the cookie part. Gotcha. So, just like not a, marshmallowy. Oh, not yeah, really. I it looks like a chocolate covered, like soft cookie. Yeah. Mm. There's yeah. a fruit filling in the middle. Yes, it's. it's so, I think it's strawberry. It's a very thin layer. Based on yes, the, it is strawberry. Based on the uh, the graphic again is a strawberry on the package, and it tastes like strawberry. Yes, all of these things. So combined to mean strawberry. I don't know what this is. It's a green and silver package. I can't read the language. And it just says Orion custard on it. Cool. Underneath it. Um, it's soft. It looks like a spongy cake. Um, Orion, I guess, is a big deal. I think it's a brand. Because there's other ones on here that, that say, say Orion, Orion yeah. on it. So I think it's a brand. I'm trying to get it. Oh, it's kind of cute. It's like a little... Like looks a like little, a muffin. Like a little muffin cake. Yeah. But custard. <laughs> It's custard, in case you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let Caitlin finish eating hers. It's like a little sponge yeah. cake with like custard cream filling in the middle. It's enjoyable, fluffy. It's eggy tasting. I can taste the egg, can't you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's a, I don't like that egg flavor, but it's okay. It's moist, and I don't like that word. Yeah, but this is not dry. Quit it. People are weird about... I don't understand why people are so weird about that. It, it reminds me of sweaty groins, which I have to deal with on a daily basis for where I work. Hmm. That sounds like a you problem. Or like sweaty under boob. So Again, sounds, I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Sounds like a you problem here. Okay, you're up. What's next? Um, These are probably not moist. It says Orion Jelly. Let's looks hope like, it's better than like the last one. Looks like peaches? Um, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. 
And the candy on the cover looks kind of like a butt, sort of like people use a peach for a butt. Yes, yes, it does. Emojis. It does. So I guess that checks out. It says fifty percent on there. Excuse me. I don't know what that's fifty percent related to because it's juice. in it's in Korean. I bet it's fruit juice. Could be Is that. I think there's fifty percent fruit juice in this uh, candy. Yeah, go for it. It contains fish, apparently. That's gross. The nutrition facts are in English. They have a, there's a sticker on it. having the english ones uh it says contains milk fish cod pollock oh my gosh open it what does it smell like i don't know it has concentrated peach juice so it's clearly a peach thing peach all right here we go peach fish can't wait for that one jelly peach fish (laughs) i bet it's some kind of like weird fish product it's not really fishy smells peachy and jellyish all right give me one oh they're like slimy they're they're very squishy. Yes, they are. Nice squishy booties there. <laughs> it does look like a booty. Yeah, kind of like a, and kind of like a heart, which I the hearts heart. are. I think. Like oh, it's it. very peachy, chewier than I expected. Yeah, it's basically just like a gummy, like a peach gummy. Yeah, good. It's fine. Totally fine. I I'm okay with this. Not a big fan of peach. So I won't finish that. But I yeah I I I used to not like peach, but now I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. It's okay. Maybe it's because I'm getting elderly. I don't know. <laughs> and old people like peach? Maybe. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I should know like Chick-fil-A. I used to hate the peach milkshakes. And then at some point I was like, I actually like these and also peaches in general. I don't know what happened. That is weird. Okay. The, mine is, um, it says adorable cracker sand, which Andrew thinks stands for sandwich. Potentially. And it says, po- you said pooty, but I think it's pato. P-O-T-E-A-U cheese tart from the brand Natural Story. Mostly I said pooty because of the cheese part. It feels like a Ritz cracker. Because, you know, you, you, you cut the cheese as in farting. It smells cheesy. That's crackers. It cracker looks sandwiches. like a Ritz cracker with yeah. cheese in it. Big reveal. We yeah, solved That's exactly it. what it is. Yeah. It smells good, though. So that's probably what this other one is that I've got. Uh-oh. Where it says peanut sand. We'll probably about. That was real good. That was real good. Very happy you did that. You're probably right. We've had those before. They stole this from us. How dare they? All right, you're up. So this one says... It almost has like a sweet flavor to it, though. You taste that? Not really. Hmm. This one says cookie. And at first I thought that was like some sort of bizarro cookie. But now having seen this uh, thing that's a sand... Uh, this one says peanut sand yes, and biscuit on it. I assume it's going to be a peanut the same thing, but it's going to be like peanut butter. Yeah. We've had, we've had Ritz crackers before. We know what's up. Looks a little different. What is that? It looks this sweet. One, this might be like a cookie. I'm not sure. Yeah, Let's this, find out. It smells peanut buttery. That's It smells like peanuts. Not necessarily peanut butter, but peanuts. I don't hate it. It's like sweet and a little bit savory. And like peanut buttery, yeah. Very peanut buttery. So The cookie is peanut buttery. And like the filling is like maybe a sweet cream filling or something. Yeah. So that's okay. a peanut sand. Yeah. Oh, that's a cough. All right. We're trying. You're going to hate me. An Orion, another Orion product. It's a choco pie since 1974. And this... My friends, is a moon pie. 
It, that straight up looks like a moon pie, yeah. Circular. A little more and less like roughly on the sides. Smells chocolatey. It's going to be a moon pie. I'm ready. Better than a moon pie. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of moon pies, so. Because it has marshmallow in it. I mean, it's a moon pie. It really is. <laughs> I don't know. Moon pies almost are a little drier than this, which is why I don't care for moon pies very much. I used to have them at my grandparents' house, and they were okay there when I was a kid, but I have better taste as an adult. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, this is another Orion product. Wow. Today's episode is sponsored by Orion. <laughs> Get your Korean snacks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice this part. Um, so it says, it says Marine Boy in very small letters. Cute. And then uh, it looks, it almost looks like a goldfish package. Like it looks yes, like they're yes. selling goldfish it crackers. Does. Yeah, like off brand goldfish. I'm going to bet they're not. Um, in part because it says seaweed taste. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also very specifically says not fried, baked. A very big snack. Yes. It is baked, not fried. All right, let's try it. Yeah, this like this one side just looks like, hey, it's goldfish. Check it out. There's an octopus guy on the cover. I like the cute little ca- characters. And the fish is frying up fish. I'm sorry, baking. Baking up fish. Fish eat fish all the time. It's fine. That's true. You're right. I mean, think about what What do you think sharks are eating? They're not vegetarians. It's I've true. seen Finding Nemo. It's lies. Fish are friends, not food. All, all right. lies. Let's try some Korean goldfish with seaweed flavor. Oh, they're light. I like how light they are. Yeah, it seems like a lot of these They're are puffy. Light. I like that. It reminds me of those other crispy snack things that we had. The Japanese ones that yeah. are like obviously seaweed based. This one is a little more seaweedy than the other ones. Yeah. You taste it? Yeah. It's a, the texture's puffy. lighter than the goldfish thing for Crack, sure. Crackerier and crispier. Yeah. Crunchier. I don't know about that. I've right. had my fill of seaweed crap. Well, hold on to your butts. That's That's Be- my opinion today. Because we're going to have this. It, they're little crispy looking rings. They almost look spicy because they're reddish. And it's a little kid with an Audi belly button giving you the thumbs up. Yeah, he's pretty rad. Yeah, he's, got he a, he's got a baseball cap and the, 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 the bill of it is like flipped up for some reason. The only thing I understand on this is the brand. The brand name is Cosmos. So I think this will be savory. Oh, you know what? I think they might be similar to the other things we had. They're like little rings. These don't even things. look like the cover picture that they're not, much. They're not red at all. They're not red and they look like they're like different shape size almost. I'm still chewing on it because I don't know what to think about it. I think bad. I didn't care for it. It was okay. What else you got? Oh, that was the last one. I went first this time. Oh, you, oh okay. Wow, we have quite the... St- stack of snacks here that i'm not going to finish yeah probably not okay most part andrew yeah what was your least favorite um (laughs) the one i brought the meat floss 100 that was 100 the worst that was terrible i don't know what my most favorite was though um i liked texas corn i did too i liked the twix yeah seeming one i like the white chocolatey one yes that one was good um the rings of seaweedy type stuff is pretty good oh those were good i agree with i like all your favorites those are good ones that big wafer i got is all right yeah it's okay i think i get tired of it 
Because it's big old wafer. It is a big, but I think it it would go. It's so light and crispy. I think it would go quickly. I think I'd just be tired of it before I got halfway through with it. Honestly, I liked, I liked like, the banana thing. Just because yeah, you did. No, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, we just ate through the through the world. Oh, the the one that has the way too flaky pastry thing is really good. It is good. It's just really flaky. Yeah, it's impossible to eat properly with all this computer stuff around. <laughs> As you spill it all over my computer. Is that the one I spilled? No, it was the Twix one. Oh, okay, yeah. Which was still good. Yeah, the Twix one was quite good. Uh, the Ritz cracker tastes like Ritz cracker. Yeah, it did. And this peanut butter thing's all right. Yeah. Uh, did pe- not like the green jelly tube of mystery. No, that was pretty bad, too. That was pretty rough. I couldn't finish it. Nowhere near as bad as meat floss, though. Oh, it was pretty bad. Meat floss was a disaster. I was trying not to gag. I, tr- I finished it, but I was literally on the verge of gagging the whole time. Thanks, guys, for traveling with us. Yeah. Hopefully. Our, our destination has ended. Hopefully, doop, doop. you enjoyed this. Our destiny, our trip has ended. If not, we'll probably never do another one again like <laughs> yeah, this. So. Yeah. Well, I'm very full. That's for sure. Yeah. Because um, we ate pizza before this, like idiots. Yeah, that is true. Oh, well. We're celebrating. Uh, all right. Well, let's finish up by what you've been looking at. All right. Uh, well, obviously, the first step of what you've been looking at is our famous segment. How many Star Wars is? Three. It's too many. Oh. It's only two Star Wars. Okay. Uh, so I'm finished. I watched through The Mandalorian. I okay. just want to say my two favorite episodes are the two that have Bill Burr in them. I knew it. I knew it. Those episodes that. are really good. They're funny. It's because he has the, he's in the prison break episode, which I think is really cool. Yes. And then the, uh, the other episode where he's like talking mess to that imperial officer and then mm-hmm. shoots him. Cue. And ah. the entire time the Mandalorian's just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do this, man. He's like. That's such a good episode. That is a good episode. Especially the part where they're like, oh no, he died. And he's like, does that mean I just go or y'all just let me go? Which yeah, I really appreciate just because that's how I feel every time I watch a movie when they're like, somebody always gives like a, a wink or just like looks at somebody and like nods. And they're like nod back. They don't say anything, yeah. and they know the whole plan of what they're going to do. Yeah, they just in like know. two seconds. Yeah, it's like you don't. No, know. I would, I would, I would one hundred percent not pick up on what they were you trying to lay down there. You don't even know. Um, I finished uh, the last Thrawn book, Last Command, pretty good, and I listened to the the thing that I listened to. I almost listened to first, where it was like two hours, and it was not the book. Oh yeah, yeah. So I went through and listened to that. Um, it's basically just like excerpts from the first book, Heir to the Empire. And then Timothy's on the author being like talking about like his thought process on some of the stuff or like, oh, I was going for this or fun fact about this part from the book or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. I had to change this like a thousand times because Lucas didn't like it or whatever. <laughs> uh, that I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've been looking at. I don't think so other than WandaVision, which we'll talk about at the end. Yes, we will. Um, I watched, um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. How'd you like it? Uh. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen it, it's your own fault because I'm about to spoil it. Um, I literally called as soon as Mysterio was introduced and started doing stuff. And I was like, he's, he's doing this. He's the mastermind. And John was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, he's doing all this. It's him. He's the bad guy. And John was like, he's Mysterio. He's the good guy. I was like, no, he's a bad guy. You can't, you can't fool me. I know he's a bad guy. And then when the scene in the bar, he's like, good game, guys. We all yeah. tricked him. And we that was did a pretty good scene. 
I, I was like, called it. I totally called that. I liked some of the Mysterio stuff, but like the fight scenes, like the big one where like, which ends with uh, Spider-Man getting run over by a train. Oh, yeah. That's a good ending. But uh, That was pretty trippy. But the rest of it, I was just like, it's a bunch of CGI weird yes, stuff. It's yeah. a bunch of CGI yeah. stuff. And it's like, uh, this, this means nothing to me. But yeah, I mean, the moment they, they're like, hey, Mysterio's in this movie. It's like, oh, right. That famous Spider-Man villain, Mysterio. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I was like... But you knew, yeah. Yeah, I think the first time I talked to you about the movie, I was like, do you know anything about Mysterio? And you're like, who? I was like, okay, don't worry about it. Shh, never mind. But yeah, he's he's a... Uh, I'd say B-tier Spider-Man yeah, villain. Yeah, Like high B, like B-plus villain. I figured he was kind of down there because of his ridiculous costume. I mean, he is kind of ridiculous. It, yeah. But yeah, he's he's not like up there with like Doc Ock or Green Goblin or anything. But. Yeah. Um, and he does usually have superpowers. His, his debut is no, he doesn't have superpowers. He has special effects similar to the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Though usually not like fancy nano drones and right, holograms. It's right. like he a Spy lot of times stuff. he's like um, a guy who used to work on movies and he was a fired special effects guy or something. Oh, okay. And that was like his older backstory. Gotcha. But his. Usually his origin in like a cartoon or a comic is he shows up and tries to make Spider-Man look like the bad guy while Mysterio is the hero. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, it, the whole time it was a trick. Similar yeah. to how that worked out. I'm interested to see how, because how, of how that one ended where it was like they said, Spider-Man's identity, Peter Parker. Yeah. And, they, and he's like, oh no. So I'm interested to see. How they, they fix do. that, yeah. How they come back around with that. Also, it was really, really sad to see Iron Man live on through Peter Parker. And because this was the world very soon post, post blip and yeah. post. It's the only movie that came out after. Yeah, yeah. So post blip and post Tony Stark death. Um, so it was really sad. I was like, I don't want Iron Man to be gone, though. I love Iron Man. Yeah, there's like seven other movies with them. It's fine. I know. And they're all good. Robert Downey Jr. is just the best. Um, he, Like, literally the best Iron Man. Um, But then I was like, well, now... And then WandaVision, I was like, well, crap. I, I had never seen Age of Ultron from beginning to end. So I watched that. And that yeah. helped things. And it was kind of interesting to see all the back stuff. And I was like, oh, look at that. That comes into play. Oh, look, Infinity Stone. And we don't even know it. Uh, and then and I was like, well, now we have to watch the Avengers all the way through again. So we did. So yeah. just kind of rehashing and I'm like, oh, wow, it's crazy. It all started, you know, here, you know. Yeah. I haven't watched Age of Ultron since it came out, like in theater, because I remember being like, this one's not very good. It was I, okay. I can move on. Yeah, it was okay. But um, it, I I didn't know the the start of Wanda and Vision. And so I was like, let me see the start of them. And it, you know, they're made from the same, they're made from the same stone, essentially. Did you watch Captain America Civil War? Because that's where a lot of the, a lot of the relationship is fleshed out. Uh, yeah. I think I've okay. seen it one time. Okay. It's been well, a while, though. I was wondering because you said you went and watched all their other stuff. No, I have. I the mean, because I know I had seen that. I know I had not seen Age of Ultron all the way through. All the okay. way through, but I know I've seen Civil War all the way through. It's just been a really long time. Um, but yeah, um, about to finish up, um, Endgame again, and I like we watched um Infinity War, 
And I was just like, dang, that's bleak. And I was like, I forgot how bleak that was. When the movie ended in the movie theater, I was like, holy crap. Like that ending scene is kind of harrowing. We're just like. All the superheroes are just gone. There's no music. No. It's just like very muted. Yeah. And everybody's just gone. And it leaves the audience with a sense of what's going to happen. It's the same way it left like the characters in the movie like where what i wonder what that was like if you're like a 10 year old child watching that and you don't know like <laughs> this can't happen you, you don't know the tropes of comic book stuff where yeah. like everybody comes back to life all the time yeah you're just like what well <laughs> everybody's I was, just dead what was really sad was when i guess it was actually at the beginning of of endgame actually i think and they go back a little bit to kind of go back and rehash some things and clint hawkeye is on the farm with his family and they're all outside and just hanging out about to eat lunch and just playing. Yeah. And then his yeah. whole family blips, his whole family goes. Yeah. And it's like, and he's just like, where'd they go? And then he, it'd be really awkward though. Like, uh, if you got remarried and, <laughs> and yeah, your family like, came back, yeah, it's like, let's all live together now. Like, I mean, Oh, this is awkward. Honestly, it was really sad. Cause like same thing in end game, uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, is it's five years after the snap, and he's hosting he's hosting a uh, support group of post you know snap people going on with their lives and everything. And one guy was like, "I went on a date this week." And he's like, "That's really good. Tell me about it. How was it?" It's like, "Well, uh, we made it to the salads before he started crying," and it's like just everybody had this like horrible trauma, and it's like dang, I, I kind of identify with you guys. And it's like, he made it to salad before he started crying. And he's like, and I made it to before dessert, before I started crying, right before dessert. And it's like, oh, I kind of get it. It's like, even though it's fake, I was like, God, that's so bleak and I get it. <laughs> so anyway, anyways, I, those are great movies. Great movies, great stories. Yeah, most of them are. Yeah, that's true. Besides Far From Home, it was okay. Or like Thor 2. I like Thor too. The Dark World. Yeah, okay. I really like Ragnarok. I'm gonna go back Who and watch. Who was the it. villain of Thor Two: Dark World? Was was it? It was the um. It was the Infinity Stone. It was the. It was the one that got her. What did they call it? In Thor Two. Yeah, was it not the red thing, the red mist thing? I don't remember. That got Jane Foster. I legit don't remember. That's why I was asking. Because like who remembers? Or 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 is it? The movie um, was completely forgettable. Is it Doctor Who? Is it the Doctor Nine Ninth Doctor? Uh, I don't. The I there's a yeah. I think he's a dark elf yeah. or something. I, I, yeah. They're doing something and they're bad. I don't know. But that's what well, I can't remember what he calls it. I remember so little about that movie. Let me see. Hold on. But yeah, I think I think uh, Eccleston is in it. Chris Eccleston plays Malekith. Yeah, told you. Doesn't look like it. Um, no, it's like when Idris Elba was in that Star Trek movie. Star Trek Beyond. Oh, yeah, that was me. Um, I'm trying to look up real quick the plot of it. What's it called? The Red Thing. The Red Misty Thing. Mm-hmm. The Terrigen Mist. That's a different thing. That's in humans. So, you know. The answer, Caitlin, is nobody remembers that movie, which is why they made the third one so different. I do. 
I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. We're gonna. Our next movie is uh, Ragnarok. I okay. love that movie. Yeah, but that's not Dark World. No, 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 no. The, it's just so much different. Door to the Dark Thor. I don't know what it's called. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read real quick what it's called. Um, I think it's okay if we just move on because yeah. I think my point has been made. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about um, WandaVision. You want to? Yeah. Spoilers. Big time. All the spoilers. So, WandaVision episode, whatever episode this episode. I thought this was the last episode. I'm wrong. There's still one more to go. Yeah. I. The ether. The ether. And it's made out of one of the might. It's made out of one of the infinity stones. Okay. I just don't know which one it is. It's not the mind stone. I legit don't remember anything about that movie. I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, the I don't I don't care, Caitlin. That's the point. No, you're gonna <laughs> That's the know. Point is like I don't care about Thor two. That's why nobody. That's why they made Thor three so different. They're like, hey, Thor two. Nobody cared about that. Let's make one that people will actually like and will be enjoyable. The ether is made from the reality stone. Sweet. Um, but the only reason why I know all this is because they rehash it in Endgame because that's what that's where Thor yeah he and goes Rocket back and go sees back his mommy. to sees Frigga and then gets the yeah gets that Infinity Stone. Yeah. Okay. Um, WandaVision. Love the episode. I love the backstory. That was really cool. I don't like it as much as some of the ep- other episodes because it's just like, it's sort of like when they did episode four, I think it was, where, you know, we had three episodes of like weird sitcom stuff. And then episode four is like exposition dump, the episode. Yeah. And then there's like three episodes of sitcom stuff. And then episode eight, the exposition dump. It's like, I don't know. I would have liked it better if they were able to weave that in with the sitcom stuff in some way. I liked it. Cause I, don't, I like the sitcom stuff, though. No, I'm, I'm glad they're moving away. They're getting to the real story. I think this week's episode is going to be longer for sure. It's going to have to to wrap up all the loose ends. Maybe. Uh, but I really liked it. I liked knowing Agatha's background, seeing all that. And is she like truly bad? Probably. But she's not like bad, bad in the comics. She's not inherently bad is what it said. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It said that she was more like Scarlet Witch or which we now have actually, she has been deemed Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She got the name. It's not just Wanda. And I guess we still know that Wanda's the one who did the thing. Which thing? The hex and but all that. But was it under Agatha's? The way it came off to me was like Wanda did it and Agatha was like, Wait, what what's is this? this now? Yeah, yeah. And went to check it out, which is why she doesn't show up on the like the town stuff. Yes. She wasn't there to right. begin with, I right. guess. Yeah. And I did see um, some theories that uh, Quicksilver is her son who's called Snap. Sparky or something? Her son. What's her son's name? In, re- in the comic books, her son. I can't remember Agatha's son's name in the comic books. I was reading about it on Wikipedia. How about that rabbit that eats birds? Yum, yum. yum <laughs> Delicious. Yum, 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 yum. I guess like the implication they've made is that um, Wanda already had some magical ability. Yes, yes. Without realizing it. And the Bindstone enhanced those abilities to yeah. otherworldly proportions, like to great proportions. And also, I guess it's the reason she would have survived when they said everybody else nope. had died Correct. beforehand. Correct. And I wonder if that's how they're going to just bring it back. 
Is this how they do the mutants? mutants is she yeah. a mutant secretly? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> is it secretly that Sorta. She, she and Quicksilver were mutants and that's why they didn't die from the thingy? Well, in the comic books, you know who her dad is, right? Yeah, it's Magneto. Yeah. Who's her mom? I don't know. I don't remember who says it, but I don't remember. Magneto's more important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. But then it's like, what? what is Quicksilver? Does he just look like the Quicksilver Vexman for our, our benefit? Probably is it? no, but they're saying that's what they're saying. It's her son, dressed up as but it's why? Agatha's son. He's he's a he's a comic book character in the series in the comic books as well. Sure, but why does he look like the Quicksilver from the X Men? Oh, I don't know. That I that's, don't know. That's the part where it's like, did they do that for our benefit only, and Probably. not for like the actual show? Probably, because that might that might be kind of lame if that's how that turns out, and it's not like I mean, I'm okay dimension with it. jumping or something. Of some sort. Um, I don't know who Magda Eisenhart is, but that is Scarlet Witch. That's Wanda's mom. Okay. I think she's a somebody. Possibly. Anywho. But uh, what what even else happened? Uh, Ag- Agnes is real old. Very old. That's what I liked. It's like showed her background and how she saw the Scarlet Witch or she knew the Scarlet Witch or who is the Scarlet Witch because she named her. Yeah. So like, who is that to Agatha? A witch of chaos energy or something wacky. She's like, I'm going to help you control it. Potentially. And that's why like that's in the comic book series. I was reading. It's like she's more of a she's a mentor to Scarlet Witch and not a not an enemy but she's a mentor yeah maybe uh she is holding those kids hostage at the end so maybe not but what's gonna happen and what's gonna happen what is white vision what is that what is what is blank vision about yeah i don't know we'll find out maybe in this week's episode (laughs) yeah i told you that's like the version that's the look of vision that was the first vision i ever saw yeah from the avengers arcade game from the 90s yeah that's how he looked it was like weird it's like hey it's an avengers game captain america cool iron man cool hawkeye all right Mm -hmm. vision who (laughs) all right whatever um i did read somewhere kind of about it so i was like i don't get it and it's like it's vision but he doesn't have any of his past memories and he's very he does things without he's logical and it's like without emotion necessarily so i wonder how they'll handle that you know can wanda using her mind stone powers that she's gonna like put her version of vision into that vision is that what's gonna happen do we know probably i mean she was strong enough probably gonna be something like that i was just i loved in endgame how she was destroying vision you know in the mind stone and vision's head while holding off like five other (laughs) infinity stones and thanos while she was doing both and i was like dang she powerful yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just i I like the fun episodes with the sitcom stuff, and I wish they had weaved the stuff in better with that instead of just be like, "Boom! Whoops, we forgot to do the story." Drop a knowledge. Here's just an episode of all the exposition. No, I like it. Nah, it's not as fun. Be a lot of exposition. It's going to be total exposition in next week's episode. There wasn't an intro thing, was there? I don't think so. No, like there had been because, like we talked about the episode before that, it was just. Wanda. Yeah, it's just going to turn into like, here's some generic Marvel stuff where they shoot lasers at each other. That's okay. I like that. And of course, we're going to get whoever. But we have that. That's that's what made WandaVision so interesting is that it was not that. 
that's what made it like, hey, check out this cool, this, like mystery, mysterious sitcom, Bizarro Universe. Okay, question. Yeah. You know how people were saying like, there's going to be a character introduction and it's going to blow your mind. Like basically yeah. the equivalent of Luke was to the, to the yeah. Mandalorian. Do you think that was Agatha or do you think there's something else in episode eight? I think they were talking about Pietro. But also, I think oh. I think the context of the way the question or the answer was framed wasn't saying it was the level of Luke Skywalker necessarily, but the shock of it. Just kind of like the there is something that you would not expect, but not necessarily that it is of the level of Luke Skywalker. Oh, okay. Um, also, I've I've seen the theory because Paul Bettany said something uh-huh. similar about uh-huh. like oh, there's somebody I always wanted to work with. And one of, the, one of the theories I've seen is that he was talking about himself <laughs> because there's now two visions. And so that's hilarious. That would be hilarious if that's true. That would be if funny. He, if he was just like screwing around like, there's somebody I've never worked with. I've always wanted to. Great Wait, actor. Was he talking about Evan Peters? Was he talking about Quicksilver? Maybe. But I, just, I like the theory. I don't think so. I like the theory that's going around that he's just talking, talking about, about himself, himself. because hilarious. there's two visions now. That's funny. Uh yeah, so excited to wrap wrap it up this week and see what it's about. Or is there a secret tenth episode? Is there? We don't know, but there there's rumors that there is a secret tenth episode that's going to come out. Huh? I guess we'll see. Because like supposedly, I think there's been like documents from like agents of actors, like extras and stuff, where it's like, oh, so and so worked in episode six, eight, nine, and ten, or whatever. And it's like, oh, oh is there a secret tenth episode? I so there's see. a lot of rumors of that. Hmm. I'm interested. I am intrigued. Yeah, so so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. All right. What else you got? Did you see the trailer for Cruella? I did. Did it look terrible? I looked terribly interesting. It looked horrible and dumb. It it looked. I was very confused by it because I'm like, that. Where's the puppies? Have the puppies come it's into a, play? It's an origin story. It's before she would have met the puppies and wanted to murder all and of them. Skin them. Instead, they're making a story of how we're supposed to sympathize with this person who goes mad um, and decides to want to murder a hundred puppies. I don't know. Sounds dumb to me, especially the part where she's like, "I'm woman, hear me roar." And it's like, "You tried to murder a hundred and one puppies. <laughs> you don't get, get to be, out. You don't get to be like, I'm a feminist icon." You tried to murder 101 puppies for a coat. You don't get to do that. Go away. You are just a horrible, evil person. You don't get to have a sympathetic backstory at that point. Uh, It's like, oh, let's have the sympathetic backstory of the guy who chopped off 100 people's ears and wore them as a necklace. Like, what? Why would that be the thing? I don't want that. Exactly. Why would you want this? And uh, It looks so dumb. Yeah, I... I don't know if I'm on board with it. I don't know. I can tell you right now. Not. Not? I am not. All right. She tried to murder 101 puppies for a coat, and they wanted to have her be like, I'm I am woman. Hear me roar. You don't get to have the heroic moment like that. You don't get to have the iconic thing. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not what you do. It's so dumb. Well, I don't know. I might watch it just because it's Disney, but... I definitely won't. Well, here's what I definitely want to do. I want to talk about how proud I am of us for this past year. Um, and all the work 
we've put into this and all the the love and hours we've put into this. And how uh, our worst episode may have just now happened. I thought it was the greatest. But it may have, but I it's used, okay. I used to say it was the first one. <laughs> but now you're like, everybody listen to episode 52 and watch what happens. We eat a lot. It's, yeah, I don't know how this will translate for people. Uh, um, sorry about the crunching. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, but we have had some good episodes. Uh, I really liked the um, Casey Woody got, getting to work with the FBI with that one. That one was really cool. Um, boy, you you went all out with the Kehoe gang. You yeah. were all about that. Well, that one was a tough, that was a, that was a rough one. Um, I mean, I respect all the cases we've done. I respect, you know, the victims and, and their families and, um, what would you say the episode is that you worked the hardest on? It's a tough one. Cause mine is probably the Kehoe's and that, and that's despite the fact that that was back in the day when we were both doing the stories. Yeah. Mostly because there was so much to like sort through. There was a lot because there. every time I would, when I was doing that episode and also doing the Richard Snell episode, cause he mm-hmm. was connected to a lot of those same people. Uh, it, it made me feel like a crazy person because they are all connected. Yes. It made me feel like the, the meme with Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where with he's the, looking like a crazy person. He's the got posters like, and those stuff on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the strings. Yeah. Connecting. It's what it felt like because it was just constantly yeah. just, oh, and then this group was over here doing this thing and they're connected this way and like, oh, great. Now I got to put that together. And uh, we ended up leaving out a lot of stuff on that episode, especially. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Like even stuff I wrote down, I was just like, mm, I don't have time for it. Nope. Yeah. Um, I think, um, Casey Woody. That one was a hard one to do, and I really, like I said, the FBI getting to work with them. I was really nervous about that. Um, and Special Agent Jerry Spurgers, um, really, t- I appreciate all of them taking their time and let me come and talk to them about it. Um, that one took some time and preparation. Um, what else? Morgan Nix was pretty hard. That one was really sad. Jennifer Shewitt. That one I put a, a lot of research into. Um, cause at that point we we're doing them kind of by ourselves. Yeah. That, that would have been a hundred percent you. The Crescent Hotel. I did a lot of research on the Crescent Hotel one and I really enjoyed it cause it's a lot of history and I like history stuff. Um, but that one I did a lot of research on a lot of research. And of course, you know, by research, I meant I totally went to the Crescent Hotel, Yeah, but I also did a lot of actual research. Um, I read a book for Helen Ruth Spence. You did. You've read a couple books. And that one ended up being like way more depressing than I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a fun outlaw good time and it ended up being a real downer at the end. Yes, it did. Which I guess makes sense. There was murder involved in all that, but you know, <laughs> uh, that's how that goes sometimes. Yeah. Also, since you brought up Crescent Hotel, it reminded me, uh, Moonlight Murders, Texarkana. Yes. That was a lot of work as that well. That was a lot of work. I, um, I, I had to think sensitively and actually did put a lot of work and thought into He Stocks episode. Yeah. Because um, it's sensitive material and it's a controversial topic, you know. Well, and like we talked about on the episode, and that was a more recent one, that one. You know, I mean, we put in work into every episode and, you know, we don't get paid for this. We don't get any money for doing it. In fact, we, are, yet. we are negative money into this from buying equipment, but it, it's because we like it and we want to share the stories of the people in our home state that shared a state with us or a connection to us through that. 
And, you know, maybe that's a little hubris, but. Uh. Yeah. Well, eventually we're going to be sponsored by Orion Foods, apparently. Cause <laughs> we like their little booty, their little booty gummies. Booty poot. Their little, their little peach booty gummies. Yeah. No, but we also, I mean, interesting cases abroad, you know, mostly we, I mean, we're going to stick in Arkansas, but it was just something fun and different. This for, was very much episode. a distraction. I don't, I don't know if. This might be one of those ones where I'm like, maybe skip it. It's weird. <laughs> no, I like it. It's fun. Um, but it is long uh, and it is late and we need to be wrapping up. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us for all year. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. You mean a lot to us. And thank you for listening to these stories that we tell about people, victims, Um Tell your loved ones that you love them because you never know when it might be your last day. Don't join a cult. Don't join a cult. I've been reading stuff about Scientology lately, so... Oh, that's scary. Yeah, it um, always is. So, And it's just making me think like, don't join a cult. That's, don't do it. That's a good life advice. If somebody's being too nice to you to join a group, they might be a cult. <laughs> Look out. Just say no. Know. Just say no. Um, But through this past year... We appreciate you sharing us with the people so other people can hear our victim stories. Um, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for supporting us that way. Um, we are Paint the Town Dead. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. Email us, pttbod at gmail.com. I'm sorry, pttdpod at gmail.com. Like that told... Uh axe spray competitor bod gross and then you can also um see us on twitter at pttd pod um be sure to subscribe share like comment rate five stars anything you can interactions help and again we're very grateful for you guys this was a weird episode but we had fun and i hope you guys did too and uh we'll drop episodes every tuesday unless one of us is sick or I get called in or I Unless get... Caitlin has a problem. Hey, you know what? It was your problem this week, buddy. We're not late. We were going to be. We were potentially late. Yeah. But we got there. We did it. Good job. Um, yeah. Don't get meat floss. It's terrible. But all, I most of the other snacks were okay. I, I was curious. I had a sick curiosity. I had to cure. I'm glad we did, though. I'm glad we went there. And I'm not happy about it, but somebody had to do it. Guys... I hope you have a sick curiosity to keep continuing to listen to Paint the Town Dead for another year as we continue to do what we love to do. And we'll see you guys. party. Yeah. That's what we're known for. No. No. But we'll see you guys next week for another episode. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.